What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran on the Twitters at Lafayette underscore D L O U G H Y underscore D for those of you podcast listeners out there. Joined by Josh Ingleman Thursday slate. That means it's myself and Josh. He's at Josh Ingleman on Twitter. And uh, well, we got five games to talk about today. Should be fun. What's going on, bro? Not too much. This is a pretty easy one. Uh, two kind of ugly games, but one of them is going to bring a lot of potential fantasy plays. Worked my way through this one on the process already. 6.30 a.m. Monday through Friday. We're getting close to the end of the season. I don't want it to go away, but I'm not going to lie. I am really excited to not wake up at 5.15 any longer. Yeah, that'd be nice. We got like two and a half weeks left. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited for the playoffs. I think this has barring any like really crazy injuries if we can get some people back and healthy this playoff run could be insane from like the second week of april all the way through june oh yeah it should be i'm very much looking forward to it. i had an eventful night last night though. let me tell you we had tired tired today we had uh our championship men's league championship hockey game right lost six five but that's all right but it was the last game at the rink that we play at because <laughs> Because they wanted them to install like sprinkler systems there. They came in and I've been playing. Was the ice going to light on fire? I've been playing this since I was a kid. Okay. Since I was a kid. And it's like three quarter million dollars, three quarters of a million dollars to do that. And they were basically like, no, fuck you. We're not doing that. So that was the last game. And we all hung out afterwards, had a couple beers, you know, it, that, it's, it's bittersweet, right? Like sure. maybe we'll get together at another rink. Maybe we won't. So, Oh, this is going to be, so this might be the end of your career. It might be. Well, the end of this team that I've been with for, for two decades, you know, a long time, man. No, almost two days since I was 20. So I'm 30, I'm going to be 35 on Saturday. It's a, it's a long time. Yeah, your career coming to an end. It's not even your choice. That's a shame, man. Oh, I'm not done yet, man. I'm not done yet. This isn't uh this isn't like the the American Football League or whatever that was. You know, like we're, we'll find another place. We'll find another home. But then I came home, had to grab a shower. It's late by that point. And I decided it'd be a good idea to watch the Green Mile. Now, for those of you out there who are unfamiliar with the Green Mile, it is 3 hours and 8 minutes long. And I was not asleep until like 1.30, got up at 6.30 with my daughter. We dropped her off at daycare, and then I came back home, finished the run sheet, got ready, and then went back to sleep until 9.40. So I've been up for about 20, 25 minutes now after that nap. Why, why did you watch a 25-year-old movie? Well, it's phenomenal. Sure. Right. And right. it was on Netflix. And I, I was already Doom an hour. Last in, night. I, I was already an hour into it. So it was only two hours. But it's one of those things where I just couldn't stop. Like there was 30 minutes left. And I go, what's another half hour at this point? Like, there, we both we both watched movies last night. What'd you watch? I watched Dune. Like after the video game, Doom? No, Dune, uh, like a sand dune. Oh, oh, oh! I was wondering, did they make a Dune movie? I feel like they may have. Remember Probably. the remember the video game Dune? Yes, yeah, I, I wasn't I sure. Certainly never saw the movie. But... I was like, that's an odd choice. 
Uh, yeah, Dune was was okay. I liked it. I liked it was it. okay. That's my, I, I, that's my genre. Oh, I like that type of stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's funny. I said it was like Game of Thrones in space. And then someone pointed out to me that Dune is way before Game of Thrones, the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The book, the book I, is I didn't know. ages before. So I watched uh, the show Foundation, which is kind of weird because a lot of the same sort of plot points in the first 15 minutes, including like a like chalamet looks like one of the dudes from foundation i think the same person is in both of those things so really confusing space exploration uh combination between a tv show that's on apple and then dune as the movie but i enjoyed it i'm ready for round two the th yeah i was gonna say the thing about dune is there were a lot of people going ah, i didn't like the ending well dummy it's not over you know yeah it's, it's not, not it wasn't meant to be wrapped up they're gonna give I you two was... and a half more hours I thought it was pretty cool. The sandworms and stuff. I was about it. But let me give you the best Timothy Chalamet movie that I've seen. And I would recommend anybody see this. And all of you know, my movie recommendations never fail. You never have, never will. Can I watched, give it a guess? Y'all watched Teller High Water, came back and said, oh, my God, that was that was fantastic. I almost said delicious. That was that was excellent. Uh, yeah, go take a guess. Okay. Um, you're going to say that the best Chalamet movie is sir, if you say call me by your name, I'm gonna get off of this show Got right it. now. No, I don't even know what that is. Uh I mean I liked him in Interstellar, but he wasn't really like a big piece. I didn't even of know that. he was in that. What was he like his kid or something? Yeah. Uh I'm Great gonna movie. say that it's his particular role in Don't Look Up. No. No, I I I don't even want to see I haven't even seen Don't Look Up. I liked uh, his character in it. The King. Okay. Absolutely spectacular movie through and through, Josh. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Watch it. It is it is a killer flick. You will love it. I mean, it. he's amazing in it. The whole movie's amazing. Anyone who's seen it gets it. They understand. Uh, have you seen it? No, never heard of it. It's it's not old. It's like 2018, 2000, maybe even 2020. But uh, it's excellent. It's Ooh, Ben Mendelsohn in that bad boy. Oh, okay. Ben Mendelsohn's awesome in it. And Ben Mendelsohn's the man from like yeah. Bloodline. Yeah. Uh, he was in that movie, Mississippi, uh, where he was a degenerate gambler. A lot of people haven't seen that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So now, now I'm just going through Chalamet's uh, filmography here. You got to watch. Did you watch Bloodline with Mendelsohn? Yeah. Bloodline season three sucked, but one and two were, were excellent. One was really good. One was amazing. Well, I'm a but big yeah, fan of Kyle Chandler uh, from Friday Night Lights. So. Who, who was um, and then there was a uh, in he was the 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 dolphin, not dolphin, the dolphin in the King. Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, very very famous actor. I already closed he, it. He was in Good Time. Um, oh, all right. Well, what was his character's name in this? Uh, Robert Pat Robert Pattinson. Robert okay. Pattinson, he's in it as well. Yeah, check it out. You love it. Good Times, a sick movie as well. Twisted, but really good. You mean anyway. Batman? Lauren says, I hope it's better than Hell or High Water. Bro, stop it. Nobody in their right mind would say Hell or High Water is a bad movie. That's like saying Wind River is a bad movie. Another phenomenal one. Hell or High Water. Oh, it's never it's, saw it. Oh, man. All right. You got, you got your work cut out for you, man. Anyway. Oh, it's got April Big Cannons in it. 
What? April Big Cannons. Oh, oh, oh! I know exactly what you're talking about from uh from from uh, Eastbound and Down. From yeah, a- yeah, Eastbound and Mix- Down. Yeah, she's in it. She's a waitress. She's great in it, actually. I bet. Is that what you call her? That's what he calls her in the show. <laughs> All right. Her name's April Buchanan in Eastbound and Down. They call her April Big Cannons. Uh, yeah, and outside the outsider was good with Mendelssohn. I didn't like the ending though. It was that it was that limited series with the supernatural. No, it's worth watching, but the the ending was yeah you know, left me wanting more. Anyway, happy Been to there. have you guys with us. Got five games. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe to the channel, Josh. We're almost almost at seventy five thousand subscribers. That's exciting stuff. I mean, I can still picture the push to 50K. I don't remember how long ago that was, but uh, we blew right by it. I don't know either. Yeah, we, yeah, largest DFS channel on YouTube, and it feels good because we put work in. We we try and give you guys the best content we can. So if you like it and you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. Chris Lobert says, new here. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up, dude? (laughs) Subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up. And if you guys want to join, I always say it doesn't matter if you want to, you can, if you don't, it doesn't benefit me personally, but I just like seeing people join the team here on the channel, get those badges. Um, We'll always prioritize your questions and comments, free super chats each month. You get the custom emojis. And then, like I said, all the sweet badges that you see in chat, our boy El Negro Loco iced up with the blue one year badge. Just hit that join now below. if You want to get in on that. All right. What are you drinking? You just drinking coffee? Yeah. Black? Nothing crazy. No. No? No. No. I realized the other day, of course I pronounce your last name correctly, man. I'm a professional. Uh, I realized the other day as I was watching some, you know, shows of just some slovenly grotesque people. And, and please don't take offense to that. I just tell the truth that as as bad as I thought maybe my diet was, I'm actually not that bad. I mean, I have some vices, of course, but I only drink water. I drink coffee black. I have some bad meals here and there. But for the most part, Josh, it left me feeling good about myself. It really is easy to feel better about yourself when you look at the misfortunes of others. It's true, right? Like I'm not even you put it. You put it a little more bluntly than myself, but it is it is very true. It is very true. I, I, I completely agree. I, I, there are times where you go to the grocery store and you're just like, all right, I'm winning. Yeah. Uh, the ones that are wheeling. Not even though that, no, to me, that that's even, that's sadder in a way. It is. But the thing is like, that's an the ones that are like straight up. rolling I, down an aisle is way I, worse. I actually sympathize for a lot of those people. You know, I have a history myself, not, not with yeah. food. But we're just right. in general, it's all yeah, it's all an addiction. It's how you're raised. It's how you're brought up. But anyway, I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm do- doing OK for myself, man. Doing OK. Doing OK for myself. Yeah. Same. But I'll still I'll, I'll still have some T-Bell quesadillas from time to time. Don't get me wrong. You know, but that's not the correct choice, but I'll let it slide. Crunchwrap Supreme. It depends for me, but I like the chicken quesadillas. I get a side of sour cream. Or uh, like Chipotle. Yes, I had Chipotle burrito, steak burrito. My God. How, how was the rest of your night? 
you know what? It wasn't bad because that's all I ate throughout the day until I got home. That's how you have to do it. Those are like 900 calories. You just got to, that's you it. You don't need any Chipotle? Way. No, <laughs> no. If you're having Chipotle, you just have Chipotle for the day. You're like, all right, this is what I will eat today. Just that's it. But this is what I'm renting for the next four hours. What? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've had no issues, actually. Everything's good. All right. I guess it's time to talk about some basketball. Uh, I've been trying to kill time until we got ownership. Hasn't worked. Sean messaged us uh, that we're having some difficulties. Oh, he said uh, they're debugging right now. So we can still we can we can still do this. Right. I mean, that's fine. I got the goods here anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, last thing I'll say, just in case we do get an update and I can stall for another second here. Yeah, it's fine. Who, nobody cares. I went, I told you I went to the Tim Dillon show in uh, at Parks Casino. Yeah. And that is actually a place where you you question the, the fabric of society. I'm sure gambling is a tricky, tricky thing with all these new casinos and stuff. Oh, up. dude, people running around in like pajamas and slippers. Yeah. Okay. Just no care in the world. Crocs, right? it, Zubas, pants. Yeah, it's dressed like great. they're dressed like uh, they're dressed like. Um, oh, my God. Why can't I remember his name now? They're dressed like Shane Gillis's sister at the water park <laughs> with the Heinz Ward jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah, it's pre- exactly pressing the button it. over and over again yeah. on the slots. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, you agree, though, right? It, it, it's 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 shocking almost. Well, the problem in all of this is that we're legalizing games that aren't beatable. No one's good at playing slots. That's not a thing. You can't be. It's not. No. There's no. Edge I'm not bad at it. I'm. Like you want to play. Uh, you want to play blackjack, and you're a rain man, and you can count cards, and you can negate that house edge, and you can sit it out. That's great. Uh, the people that are going to play the slots are going to take a beat. You got to know when a machine's hot. That's the thing. Yeah, know? that's exact, exactly. That, that's it. what it is. Like, I, I, I get in on the DraftKings slots one time or sometimes. Lifetime, I'm up. But uh, you got it. The hardest part about slots, you know this, because I know you've played them. Very difficult to walk away, whether you're winning or losing. Like, very difficult not to just hit that button or pull that lever again. Very oh, yeah. difficult. It, it, they're like nicotine. <laughs> right. Like, you think it's hard not to chase bets or tilt away some, like, late-night DFS lineups without doing any research? Try walking away from slots. I mean, that is – that's next-level shit. Yeah, and now the casinos are just popping up everywhere, particularly and in the are, state of Pennsylvania. And they're just mazes, right? They intentionally – it's easy to get in and find your spot. You can't get out. They pump oxygen in through the, the damn building, so you stay awake till 7 a.m. You'll see the same guy there – at nine o'clock at night. And then when you wake up, if you stay at a hotel, he's still there at seven a.m. I don't mess with casinos all that much. I'll play me blackjack. Either. If I got somebody sitting with me, I'll knock some drinks back, probably smoke a cigarette at a blackjack table. Well, he's back in the day. Smoke yeah. a cigarette at a blackjack table, even though not that's not my cup of tea. It just feels correct at a casino. Yeah, and then Park doesn't that's allow it. it. Like I'm not I'm not going to any other table games or anything. I'll go to the sports book. No, but I, I don't it's very odd. I don't, I don't do have that, that itch. No. You would think that we would, but I, I don't I don't have that itch at casino. That's the first time I've been to a casino since my bachelor party, you know, two and a half years ago. It's just weird. I mean, 
I mean, I've said it on streams. I certainly said it on high stakes with Neil Orfield, which you guys can watch regularly Thursdays or Fridays on this channel. Episode four. Uh, I don't really like playing DF. Like, I don't like the feeling of gambling. gambling. I don't do well with the anxiety. It's really like an uncomfortable feeling to me. I try to avoid it as much as Is I can. Is that why you so. go to bed early? You think you just wake up and see what happens in the morning other than yeah, having I mean, even- to get up early? Yeah, but like even when I don't wake up early, it's not like I want to be up sweating the games. Yeah. I've never, like, I feel like I jinx myself. Yeah. Which is not a thing, obviously, but I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I'd rather just see it when it gets there. It's fine, which also keeps me out of casinos for the most part. Yeah. One, two said, I don't know how to feel about the conversation. Lafayette became my favorite host when he said he listens to Vinny Paz. Now he seems like a senior citizen. No, dude, I'm not at all. It, it, I mean, look, if you want to wear your pajamas and, and and Crocs to a casino, I don't care. I'm just telling you that times have changed. Like, even when I was younger, it was it was different. I used to we used to sneak into casino, sneak into horse race, horse tracks. Even that was different. Like, I'm not saying wear a suit and tie, but you'd see a dude down on his luck that came there in a caddy the week before and was walking today. But he still had his suit on, you know, <laughs> right? Time, I'm, times have changed. People just don't look at even people that go to church now, right? Like you look at people, what they wear in the church. It used to be, you know, at least wear something decent. What, Jordan? I'm serious. Now that people literally will wear pajamas into church. It, times have changed. That's all. I'm not old. I just see the world for what it is. And if you don't like that, man, I don't know what to tell you. Just spitting facts, Josh. All right. All right. You ready to uh, talk some basketball? Yeah, probably. We got to get off uh, where we're at right now. I got way too many jokes that I'm not allowed to say right now. Fun conversation, though. Sure. Fun conversation. It was, it was fine on the gambling tip. What, when I hit the church thing? Yeah, I got to yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not right. All right. Cleveland and Toronto. Let's do it. So I just want to point out here that there are a lot of back-to-backs today. Right. Like, yeah, indie back to back. So we're waiting on news there. We're waiting on John Morant on the second of a back to back against Indy for Memphis. Uh, who else? We have we, I know we have some others on back. Phoenix is on a back to back. Yeah. Um, and even with Indy, like back to back or not, we're going to have like three or four guys that are questionable all day anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Phoenix, multiple- Phoenix on the back to back right now, which is yeah, wild. So, yeah. Demar's questionable, not on the back to back. We got a lot of balls in the air yes we do and oh wait didn't okay yeah and so kyle kuzma is already out in this one for washington correct all right let's go cleveland and toronto i know i say it a lot but uh darius garland is becoming one of my most enjoyable players to watch i just love this kid and you know maybe it took colin sexton getting hurt and karis levert being out for an extended period of time for him to really really blossom and evolve, but this kid's just been outrageously good. I mean, he is quickly becoming one of the best passers in basketball, hands down. He's a good scorer. He's a just big double-double machine. He doesn't rebound for shit, but uh, he's playing so many minutes right now that uh, it is crazy to see a guy at this point of the season playing 40 minutes in regulation each night. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it. They kind of need him to. They just don't have another guy that does no, what he nobody. does. He they, even have, very they, they haven't even had Rondo spot. to back him up. No, um, he's good. I find him 
pretty uneventful today, all things considered. 9,500 on FanDuel, 9,700 on DraftKings. Like, to me, he's just fine. That's kind of how I feel about everything here for Cleveland today. I don't see a lot that stands out as someone that I'm just desperately trying to get to. If I rank um, everybody just sort of based on one of my quick and dirty metrics on Cleveland, the first guy that I get to from Cleveland that I would want to roster, oddly enough, is Karis Levert, and his minutes are like super weird. He's 4,900 on FanDuel, shooting guard, small forward. If I look at it from a DraftKings perspective, I don't have anybody from Cleveland in my top 28, just quick eyeballing it. I really just don't like this team at all today. The prices are up, and some of the guys, like the minutes are firm on the guys that have the high prices, and everybody else on the team isn't a very good fantasy performer. Like, do you want to take a shot on Isaac Okoro playing 30-something minutes? Go for it. He's a 0.6 fantasy point per minute guy. If you think you're going to fall into a couple extra stats, great. It's got a, at least when I started today, it had a 215 total. The other four totals that I had were 235, 233, 228, and 231. So this one is less than the second lowest game by like 13 real points. This game just sucks. Yeah, it does. It's not good. Like, yeah. Is is marketing cheap enough to to take some shots on him given the playing time, or is that I mean, that it, really the, the one thing that just stands out, especially on a short slate for a lot of these guys, is just the minutes, right? Like the yep. minutes are huge for a lot of them, for at least a couple of them. Sorry. Jordan, you're communicating to me via chat. I have no idea until I actually read it. We're not talking about it. I didn't, I didn't steal anything. Statute of limitations, it's, it was I mean, you clearly, years ago. you clearly stole that 13 years ago, man. It was 13 but the years problem, ago. The, hold on, Jordan, if you're going to do it, go full screen. So people actually know what you're talking about. Uh, what, what road, what's the road say? I can't tell you. I can tell you off stream. I can't yeah, tell you. You know now. why you can't tell me it's because the, it's the street you grew up on. No. Oh no. No, that sign. Can you see this? Can oh, yeah, no, you? No, never mind. I can see it. You can only see the road you, part. That Probably sign, in pajamas and Crocs, no less. That sign displays my nickname. What's your nickname? It's never been said on a stream. What? Yeah. You I don't want to blend nickname? my real life. I'm about trying to blend my real life and my online persona. You don't seem like a nickname kind of guy. There was a stretch of time from middle of high school straight through college where I never heard my my first name. Hmm. Yeah. It's probably just Engelman. It is not. It is. It could not be any further removed from my name. It has no tie to my name whatsoever. Jordan. <laughs> so when everyone was ripping on Adam and me the other day during the deeper dive, just giving us all of our comps, like just not, not flattering comps at all someone said josh looks like the human goofy so now that. jordan uh I'll take is, that. that's what we that's what we uh like to consider a callback jordan nice work adam for real looks like wentz i don't think i don't see it really you don't i, see I really it? don't No, like maybe certain certain ways but no i don't i don't really are you being it. serious like no no no, no 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 yeah okay. i wouldn't like you I think it's more that. dustin may than wentz it makes me feel a lot better to say that, yeah. Okay, no, because it's it's really. But I don't think really he looks close. like Wentz. Yeah, I, I really nuts. don't. You're crazy. I think Wentz looks like Prince Harry, and I don't think Prince Harry looks like Adam. I don't know what Prince Harry looks like, man. No, I barely know our royalty. <laughs> royalty. 
you know what I mean. But you don't know who our queen is? <laughs> Not really. We don't have a queen, dude. You know what I mean, our analog. It's the same thing, the people at the top. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess. But anyway, yeah, that uh, it might end up on the wall behind me in the future, at which point that'll be the, the reveal. But the, the nickname reveal? Yeah. Does it come from something you did or said? No. No? There, there's no guess. From... There's no, no, like, there's no, you couldn't. But land like, on is it there an origin? To... Like, Laffy yes. comes from, uh, everyone always pronounced my name Laughrin, always. And then my buddies, yeah. when I was a kid, just started calling me Laffy, but they never spelled it that way. They spelled it like people pronounced it, right? Cool. So, like, right. it makes no sense. I don't blame anyone for not knowing how to say Laffy or how to, when they read it. But that's where that comes from. Pretty self-explanatory. Yours has no rhyme or reason is what you're saying. I was told by one of my friend's older brothers and his friends that I looked like someone they knew. So they called me his last name. And then that stuck with my friends. And then it spread like wildfire. Okay. Kind of sucks that you're called someone else's name. but uh, He didn't like it. Yeah, I would imagine <laughs> he didn't either. So once I found out that he didn't like it, I loved it. Oh, obviously. okay. So it was just a, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I we mean, there were times ownership. where he, like, we were in the same place. Now this dude's like six years older than me. Seven. Like when I, when this first started happening, I was a child. I was like 11, you know, I had no tie to it whatsoever. Yeah. I ended up at like parties, you know, once I was like 20 and he was 26. <laughs> he was not happy to see no, me. No, I would imagine that would <laughs> suck. Because people would be calling me his last name. Oh, and he's six years older than you? Yeah, and he's that's just not there, cool. and they're like, no, no, I mean him. Not, cool, like, not cool. It was great. It was great. We got ownership. Nice. No, we, I killed this long enough, so now we're good. Yep, we're good. By the go. way, uh, circling back, marketing's fine, but not a priority for me on DraftKings. Okay. I that's, how I, that's how good I am. I remembered your question. That's solid. I'm impressed. Uh Toronto is interesting because, I mean, I don't think OG plays today. He's missed like 14 consecutive games with that fractured ring finger or whatever it is. Nick but, Nurse uh, talked about how he's not ready. What? Nick Nurse has a quote about yeah. how he, he doesn't think he's ready for today. But I do think Gary Trent will, will be active today. I don't know. I don't know. I think he will be. Uh, but just in, in this game, you mentioned it's, it's not the greatest game even for a five-game slate. Uh, Cleveland has a 104 point, you know, basically a 105 implied total. Toronto's at 110, but this is a 215 implied total. That said, there's only five games on this slate. Yeah. So um, I'm glad ownership is out now because it really just displays everything that I have. So for Cleveland, I'm just going to read down my sim results. Ownership's That's free today, too. Oh, perfect. People can go there. Yep. And NHL top stacks, both of them. And NBA ownership free, NHL top stacks free. So check it out if you want to get in, follow along. Go ahead, Doug. I had Garland at 10%. I had Mobley at 8%. I had Markinen at 10%. They're 13, 10, and 8. Like, they're not all that interesting for this particular slate. They all look sort of the same. It's hard for me to prioritize one over the other. To me, nothing really stands out. Highest owned guy in this game for Cleveland is Mobley on FanDuel at 20%. He's 7,500. He's got power forward center. Came out of my sim at 15. So all of that looks fine. I think these guys are just perfectly acceptable plays. If you want to go to Garland, Mobley, Markinen, and I just don't find them all that appealing because there's so many really, really good plays that we're going to get to. 
There really are. So from this game, then, if we were to just read, because we're going to get to some good ones right now. If In this game, top options are, like, I still think Garland, even at his price, is fine here. Uh, but other than that, who would you say are your top options relative to the game, not really the slate? On DK, it's going to be Garland and Markinen for me. Uh, honestly, you pick out of a hat for Garland, Mobley, and Markinen. I think they're all basically the exact same play. Okay. So Indy and Memphis. Oh, shit. Nothing for Toronto? I was asking you about Toronto. That's, that was the whole thing we were just talking about. I'm not sure that we said a, a single. Anyway, I love Pascal I talked Siakam. about OG, and then Hensley. I said I think Gary Trent's playing. And then... Yeah, I, I don't I don't think you led me to anything from Toronto. I thought we went right back to favorite plays on Cleveland. No. I, it's not important. Uh, Toronto really like Pascal Siakam. 20 percent owned on both sites. Go for it. Really like Fred Van Vliet. Uh, if this game is close, he's going to play close to 40 minutes. He's seventy eight hundred on FanDuel, too. One of my favorite plays there. If Trent is in, uh, certainly go there. Really, any of the guys that are going to play 30 minutes or more look good for Toronto. I would probably try to avoid Chris Boucher if uh, if Trent is back. Okay. Indy, we Indy, we've got uh, Brogdon's going to be questionable. Isaiah Jackson, we'll see what happens here. Uh, he he left yesterday's game with with like headaches. Jalen Smith was out with an illness. These are all super like, these are super difficult ailments to have any idea what's like headaches. I don't, I don't know. Illness, who knows? Back to back, you know, will, will, will Brogdon be out there? And then Duarte remained out with that toe. So zero idea what to make of this team right now, Josh, in Indy. Yeah, this one's really hard to talk about. So this piece is easy. If Buddy, no matter what happens, I think Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton look really good on FanDuel. Halliburton's 7,500. That's $1,400 cheaper than DraftKings. Buddy Heald is 5,600. That's $1,700 cheaper on DraftKings. Those two guys, what is happening? Those two guys are exceptional plays on FanDuel, regardless of the status of anyone else. Even if Bro- I have Brogdon in right now, I love Halliburton and I love Heald on FanDuel. I'm okay with getting them on DK. I want to get Brogdon if he's in no matter what on both sites. Goga projected for a ton of ownership on DraftKings. I think that looks good sort of no matter what at 4,900. Uh, probably don't want to play him for 6K on FanDuel. It's a big time tale of two separate sites. And we still have all of these question marks for news waiting on it. So it's tricky to talk about Indy, but I can say unequivocally, Halliburton and Heald look good on FanDuel no matter what news we get, as long as those guys don't get ruled out. Man, no, if, if Isaiah Jackson, because he was in concussion protocol, right? And now he's now he's dealing with headaches. Yeah, it's, like, that's, that's not good. That's not I, good. He's just not going to play today. There's no I don't left, think so right? either. But, but I always say that, and then he's just like, no, I'm good. Their headaches were unrelated. You know, I just was... De- I'm just saying, like, I don't think he plays either. I agree yeah. with you. But if him and Jalen Smith are both out, given that Miles Turner has been out for a while, I mean, then Goga's got to play a shit ton of minutes. Yeah, and we're also then going to get a lot of playing time for uh, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, 3,500 oh, on DK, power forward, center eligible. 
that's just going to have to be a value play that you get to if we lose the both goat. of those guys. The GOAT. This is one I mean, of those where we really need to watch deeper dive and live before lock because we no need doubt. this information. Man, those first few games that Terry Taylor started for Indy and just went nuts, you know, yeah. listed. I think he was listed at shooting guard on Fandle, and he's out there ripping down 16 rebounds a night. He's was, still a shooting guard on Fandle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's because he's not a power forward. I know. Center, he but. never played that position. No, but. Well, it's, it's, it's tricky. He plays like those positions, but. But not technically at those well it's just he's like six five <laughs> but this is like you said deeper dive live before a lot you unless we even if we do get the news you're still going to want us to everybody to break this down and, yeah. and try and crystallize it here because there's so much unknown and uh you're, you're talking about a game that has a 235 and a half total so I, I think you laid it out right now what what's what to do but that front court to me is really intriguing if if it breaks a certain way there's no question yeah, it's just it's hard to say anything else at this point. Do you think Ja plays today? It's so tough to say with with the second of a back to back dealing with that knee, though. I don't know why you would play the second half of a back to back in a game where they're 12 point favorites against a terrible Pacers team. Like, yeah. it's just they're great when he doesn't play. I think it's more likely that he misses multiple games than plays today. Uh, so I don't have him in, at which point feel free to just jam Tyus Jones in at 4300 again. You know, I didn't think he would play that final game before the All-Star break after he had missed a game, and they were playing Portland, yeah. and he played 38 minutes. So that's why I'm just always a little cautious with something like this. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I just have no idea. But in the event that he's out, do you realize DraftKings lowered Tyus Jones' price by $300 since yesterday? Yeah, he showed up in 40% of my Sims. It's just unquestioned the best play on the slate. Not close. Put him in everywhere. It's 5,100 on Fandle, and he still looks good. So if you want to put that in perspective for 4,300, it's crazy. And people talk about the like Grizzlies having a deep rotation, which I get, and that none of the starters will get starters will get enough minutes. Every time Morant's out, Tyus Jones plays 35 minutes if the game is close. Like every time. I so mean, he has averaged 30, which is what I gave him, and he blows that out of the water. If it's competitive, he's playing more than 30 and he's yeah. an even better play. Even yeah. if you like no matter how pessimistic you want to be on Tyus Jones today, he's the best play on DraftKings. Yes, they they lowered his price, Josh. I mean, come it's, on. It's it's, it's silly. Nuts. It's not it's, it's silly. But we still have to wait on on Ja. If Ja plays, this is this is something that I kind of find interesting. If Morant plays, he's 9800 against the Pacers. Yeah, he would look really good. I would, I would like him, him more here. than I would like Garland. They have a they have a 125 total, yeah. which is the highest on the slate. 125 implied total for the Memphis Grizzlies. And the, the crazy thing is, if Ja plays, like I probably don't like the rest of the team all that much. But with him out, I think Bain looks really good on DK, my second favorite guy here. I'm happy to get to Jaron Jackson or Dylan Brooks. You could take shots on Steven Adams or Kyle Anderson. Like Memphis looks pretty darn good here, uh, depending on how this breaks. And we might end up with like four or five guys from Indy that are essential, depending on how yeah. their news breaks, because Memphis is the second fastest team in basketball. This this could very well end up being one of those games that just you have a lot of in every single lineup. Yep. Yeah, it, that changes if everybody plays on both sides. 
Because uh, with Memphis, the only key injury, the only noteworthy injury is John Morant. So if he plays, yeah. then this team is completely healthy. Yep. So, God, but yeah, his so absence good. would, his absence would open up a lot. All right. I'm so anxious to see what Memphis does this off season. Yeah. What do you think they do? Like, do you have something in mind? I mean, they're going to have three first round draft picks. They're, Books are wide open. They've got infinite amounts of young talent. Who out there, like, they could get the 11th pick in the draft from the Lakers this year. Yeah, it's true. Like, what do you trade an 11, two late firsts, Steven Adams and something for? Or Like, they can go out there and pretty much get anybody – they want in a trade that's like the next step down from the you know Durant Giannis type tier. I don't know who that is, but does anyone want to play in Memphis? I mean, like if you're Bradley Beal, why would you that not want to be on either. Memphis? That's not a slight either. I'm just saying, you know, Memphis is not, you know, like a, I think winning cures everything. Well, I would disagree. Tyreek Hill just got traded to the New York Jets, and that was where he wanted to go. Wait, uh, Dolphins. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm okay. sorry. Dolphins. Dolphins. But the Jets. Uh, my fault. But the Dolphins were same. The other. Same the Dolphins there. were the other option, or the Jets were the. I was. It came down to the. My fault. The Jets and the Dolphins, but and the Dolphins not not a bad team, but I'm saying winning. Adam and I had this conversation yesterday. My my. I know where he went. My apologies. Uh, and you're our football guy. Yeah. Stop. I was tweeting about it all yesterday to his about to his deep ball percentage and everything. I know. I just I told you, Josh, I got five hours of sleep, but yeah, I'm glad, I you, glad you got that green mile in last night winning, instead of sleep. Real great movie. Yeah. Winning doesn't cure everything unless you're someone who is cured by winning. Winning cures everything if you haven't won yet. Tyreek Hill's got his somebody said it in chat. He's got a ring. He's got the bag. You're way more free to go hang out in Miami now than if you yeah, hadn't gotten it done yet. But I just Bradley so. Beals had nothing. He would fit this team like a glove in theory if he could still shoot. And they have the assets to make something like that happen. He's the type of guy that they can add to this team without even touching any of the real pieces that exist. They can basically make a move like that and not disrupt any part of the apple cart. Yeah, except it's like we're talking about the guy who decided that he was loyal to to the Wizards, which, hey, respect. And that's where he was going to stay. I don't know how much just he an, cares just about Just an winning. example. Just an example. Don't know how all. much he cares about winning. How about Dame Lillard, right? He could have gone to any competitor. He's like, hey, let me stay in Portland where we will never win. What if What if they wanted Rudy Gobert? Eh, okay. What if Utah's like, eh, this doesn't appear to be working for me. That's not way that that's not moving be. the needle enough for, for Memphis. No chance. John Morant is a lot of things, but a good defender is not one of them. But no, they've but got a Steven lot more Adams defense. De- Steven Adams is a good defender. He's the best offensive rebounder in the league. He does a lot of good things well. I'm not saying he's Rudy Gobert. Don't, don't, you know, that's not what I'm saying. But it's not like you're th- what I'm saying is. You're not going from like Ennis Cantor, Freedom, or whatever his name is. You're not going from Ennis Cantor to Rudy Gobert. You're going for Stephen Adams, who is very respectable defensive center and a good rebounder too. 
I find it all very fascinating. You just love, you just love, love, love Rudy Gobert. Well, you think this when your starting center is Steven Adams, year? that's the spot you upgrade. It's, it's not like they're looking for another point guard. <laughs> I can't be no, naming guys no, no, like no, that. No, I'm not saying that. Steven Adams is the guy you upgrade. That's a way to do that. The problem here, here's the real problem though. And, and, and this, this is the thing. Like really you should be upgrading like a, a Desmond Bain or a Jaron Jackson. Now hear me out. Those guys okay, are the not second, the second one. You're out of your mind. The first no, one you're less out of no, your mind. Those guys aren't bad at all. Right. They're not bad at all. But when you're winning championships, I hard nosed, hard nosed teams with a bunch of good players and like only one borderline elite player. They just don't win championships. L look at the Utah jazz, the jazz, the jazz won't win again this year. They, they won't like, right. you know, that but, yeah. right, those type of the Memphis Grizzlies with like Mike Conley, Tony Allen and, and Marcus saw phenomenal defensive team. Good team. They, those teams right now just don't win championships. So when I say upgrade one of those guys, what I mean is I ultimately, and, and I didn't say Brooks just because he's, he's a very good defensive player when he's not in foul trouble. Um, Alex says, what you upgrade Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Dylan Brooks does a lot of things really, really, really well though. So you can take any of those guys you want. I don't care. You want to take Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Bain. My point is that a collection of good players, like very sound players just isn't going to win it for you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's all. I agree. Look, it's, it's out there. It's out there. Right. Plus though, to upgrade like a Bane or, or a Jackson, they have good trade value too. So it's not like you just be upgrading them and throwing them as the Jackson's side. going nowhere. Untradeable for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm just saying though, if you did, he has good trade value for the minutes. Bane, Bane is the guy that I think would get shipped out. For the minutes that Jared, Jared Jackson isn't in foul trouble, he's very good, which is like seven a game. I'm still scrolling through everybody to try to figure out like who the guy is that they can. While trade you for. do that, let me see. Here's the question: Is it DeAndre? Yeah, but why would Phoenix want to do that? They didn't re-sign him, so they're going to let him go. They can't pay everybody. They're already paying. They already gave a bag to CP. Booker's already got it. They gave Bridges doesn't the, move the deal. The Aiton doesn't move the needle. He doesn't. You put a 23-year-old center alongside Jaron Jackson and Ja. That is quite the young core. It's not enough to win. Well, who do you want them to trade for, man? Giannis? I'm just, dude, I'm just I think, being, Yeah, I think they'd be better if they got Giannis I'm just, or KD. I'm just being... I'm just being realistic here. That's all. I'm just being realistic. I, it, it, it certainly moves the needle. Yeah. Okay. It moves the needle, but it doesn't put you over the top. Dude, they're the number two seed in the West right now. I think you're, I think you're not realizing how good Memphis is. I know Memphis is a very good basketball team. I'm not saying that. I'm Turning not, Steven Adams into a better center, whether you want to say that's Aiton or Gobert or whatever, is probably the biggest single move that you can make for this. Okay, team. let me just just give you an example of what I'm saying. And we got it. We got to do this because I got a show after this that I have to do. Uh, it. Where do you think the Memphis Grizzlies? I don't care where they. Where do you think their 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 championship odds are? 
I don't uh, I'm looking at the West teams right now. I mean, they're behind, I'm sure, Golden State, which they probably shouldn't be, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, they're certainly behind Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know, third, fourth? In the and conference like, or in the in the Oh, for the, for the NBA? So I was just naming West teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to be behind Brooklyn and Miami and uh, Boston and Milwaukee and shit. I mean, they're behind like everybody in the East. But they're not. They shouldn't be behind a lot of people. They're in the 22 to 1. Okay. So Who's ahead of them in the West? They play well, but a lot of these teams just dominate in the regular season, these type of teams. And then when it comes down to the big playoff games where you need your superstars to take over, um, it, it just doesn't happen. I, I'm just saying what we've seen, you know, like that's kind of. They have the, a lot of early Oklahoma City Thunder vibes. And the Russ, Thunder never won a Harden, finals. Durant. Well, they didn't win a finals be- for reasons that aren't necessarily because all of those players sucked. No, they had some superstars. Yeah, I know. I know. They uh, are they are dangerously close to that sort of vibe right now. No house advantage, Josh. Did you Wait, know where are every- they in the West? Before we give me this read, where are they in the West for those odds? Who's ahead of them in the West for the NBA title? Uh, conference winner. The Grizzlies are nine to one behind the Suns at plus one fifteen. The Warriors plus 310 and the jazz at plus 750. Okay. So, okay. I don't think, I think those warriors odds are a little off, but anyway, no house advantage. Uh, also thanks for sponsoring the contenders today. Yeah. They, you know, everybody, not just like everyone gets $25 when they sign up using the promo code. Awesome. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. And did you know that all the props over there, because it is a, they basically turned DFS uh, into a peer-to-peer prop. I won't use the term betting, but prop player prop contest where you just hit the over or the under, no juice on either side. You build lineups, no salary. Take the props you like the most, put them at the top. They get the most points. The ones you like the least, they go at the bottom. You're least confident in, they get the fewest points or they lose the fewest points. It's good stuff. Uh, and we have all of the tools you need to be successful there. This is the most important part about all. Forget about the, the, the promo code, which you should still get your deposit bonus. It'd be silly not to. Uh, or the fact that um, they have some pretty sizable prize pools over there. But we have the free no-house advantage projections. We have the optimal lineups tool specifically for no-house advantage. Free seven days a week, 365 days a year. We have Odd Shopper, which is free, gives you the projections and expected win rate on every single prop, help you compare it to what they've got over there. And we have the free player prop tool. So like, easiest research possible, all of it free. And at No House Advantage, the props are static. They do not change. So you're going to find an edge there, hands down, no doubt about it. Check it out. Download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, or go to NoHouseAdvantage.com and use the promo code AWESOMO to get $25 when you sign up. All right. Ready, uh, Washington here. No Kyle Kuzma. Christos Porzingis, 32 minutes. Solid. Easily the most he's played with the with the Washington Wizards since he's came over there in that trade for in that Dinwiddie trade. If if he gets 32 minutes today or around that mark, are you are you willing to get on board with some Porzingis? I gave him 30 minutes. I, I think he's just sort of priced appropriately. And I have him projected pretty well. 1.4 fantasy points per minute. Like, I like him. He's just sort of a guy. I'd rather get to Corey Kispert, potentially, shooting guard, small forward, 4,100, if you want to get the value. 
Rui at power forward for 4,500. I think both of those guys look a little bit better than Porzingis. We've got Denny and Neto and Sadoransky all pulling more ownership than Porzingis. So it's hard for me to focus on Porzingis specifically. I think I have him projected well. I gave him 30 minutes. Maybe he plays a little bit more, but I think he's just sort of priced where he should be. I think you're right. Even without Kuzma, that's still a pretty expensive price point. But, you know, you have Rui in this spot. Uh, a few other guys like Hello Neto. Of course, a lot of this changes if John Morant ends up being sidelined. You know, there there are injuries that are gonna that are gonna you're gonna pump the brakes on some of these Washington value plays at least a little bit. But uh, right now, Josh, we're kind of hanging in the balance. We don't necessarily know what we're gonna get here, and that is, um, yeah. you know, puts us in an awkward spot. My personal favorite guy here for Washington is Kispert, and I hate myself for it. Okay. Any reason why? Because he's Kispert. He's a 0.6 <laughs> fantasy point per minute guy. <laughs> but he fits in five different possession positions on DK, and he plays more minutes than just about anybody for the Wiz. So Kuzma was out last game. Rui played, what, 30 minutes? Kispert played 33. KCP played 32. I'm just looking at the starting lineup. Howell Neto played 26, and Porzingis played 32. So... I mean, yeah, just for Rui, whether you like the guy or not, because I know he's burned a ton of people often. He's still somebody that if you're getting 30 minutes from him, you're or around that, you're probably going to end up with a decent amount here with Kuzma already sidelined. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, he's my second guy he was in my Sims 18% of the time. He is the guy pulling the most ownership on FanDuel and DK, but I think it's mostly warranted given his role now. Man, that team mustered up, mustered up less than a hundred points against the Houston Rockets the other day. Really impressive stuff. Christian Wood just lit them up. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So Chris Middleton's already been ruled out, and Jordan's tired over there. Are we boring you, Jordan? Uh, Chris Middleton's already out. Giannis. It's so weird that going back to the start of last year, he has a 39% assist rate without Middleton on the floor. But if you actually look at the games that he plays without Middleton, his assist numbers are modest at best. Very strange, but it still makes him a better fantasy option. There's no doubt about that. He's the best player of the day today across both sites. 11-4 on FanDuel, 11-7 on DraftKings. There's no reason you can't get to him. It's a great matchup. I got him at one8 fantasy points per minute on FanDuel today, which Big is number. exactly where he's been over the last 30 days. It's not even like I'm just taking advantage of a great matchup. That's just what this dude does right now. He's in 40 plus percent of my uh, Sims on FanDuel, 25% on DraftKings. He would be my most exposed player that you're paying up for, and it's not even really close. Drew also looks great, 8208K with no Middleton. It's certainly a direction you want to go. There's not too much else you should be getting to from the Bucks, and that's not all that surprising. They just play like a bunch of not good fantasy guys, 20 to 24 minutes a game. But pay attention to Bobby Portis' salary on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 6,500, which is kind of diff difficult to do. He's 5K on FanDuel. If he just falls into like 28 minutes or something for some strange reason, he's going to blow 5K out of the water. How many minutes are you giving the Brook Lopez? 24? Yeah, I gave him 24. Is that appealing to you? Not really. No? Okay. Yeah, I think on DraftKings, it's fine. Just like as a, as a 
you know, sprinkle him in, last man in type of guy. I don't have a huge issue with it in this specific matchup. But I mean, it's Giannis, and then and then Drew obviously benefits from a spot like this. He's a nice usage bump without Middleton, and this goes from a team that had a big three to a a a big, very clear, you know, one. Well, you know, not exactly a big two, but you get the point here. There's yeah. really nobody behind them, is what I'm saying. Especially with Portis not even in the starting lineup now. Uh, Brook Lope, there's no high usage guys, even remotely high usage guys in the starting lineup, especially if you're starting Wes Matthews again. Right. Uh, yeah. They're just going to soak it all up here. God, I love Giannis today. You just got to hope that he plays 30 minutes, but even if he plays 30 minutes, he can still get you 60 something fantasy points. Uh, he has many games this year with a higher than two rate. Yeah. And dude, listen, basketball's odd. Someone yesterday was like, I don't want to touch anything from, from the Lakers. This is from a betting perspective. I do the odd shopper video and I had, I was on LeBron over on the points and I didn't think there was any way he'd sit that game, especially against Embiid and hard. And, you know, he yeah. played through the Q tag like every day uh, he didn't play. So I just pinned a, a tweet or a comment in the chat. I was like, he's out, didn't expect it, whatever, adjust accordingly. And someone was like, I'm not playing anything from this game now. I think he was assuming it would be a blowout game ended up being competitive throughout. Everyone got their full allotment of minutes. That's just one example. It's the last game I can think of happens all the time. So is Milwaukee a far superior team? Uh, yeah. Are they 12 point favorites? Sure they are. But like, what does it really matter? Josh, like the blowout can happen at any point or it can't yeah. happen or it might not happen at all. So I'm just saying like, if you're, if you're you. saying I'm not playing Giannis because he might not get the minutes, he could play 30 minutes and be the very reason they blow this team out and finish with 70. So, yeah, it's not like it's coming off the backs of Pat Connaughton and Javon Carter. Like when, they, when they smack Washington around, you can it's pretty confidently say that most of it is Giannis Drew yes. and Bobby Portis in some way. Exactly. Yep. It's not Brooke Lopez raining down threes. No, probably not. Yo, hit that thumbs up, too. We got almost 500 people watching. Thanks for dealing with the antics today. Some of it's because Josh and I just like to have some fun on these shows. Uh, and it was actually also because we were pausing. We, there was a bug in our ownership projections, and we were trying to make sure we could get them up to give you a better show. And uh, so we're of the people, for the people. Uh, and the uh, people. be for us. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Ownership projections free today. NHL top stacks free today. And Josh, did you see we got a new promo code with baseball oh coming up? Let, let me, oh God. Um, what's something incredibly awful that we would do as a baseball promo code? Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Is that no, it? No, it's, it's knuckle my balls, baby. It's too much. I don't agree with it. I, I asked them not to. That's not the direction I thought you were going to go there. I mean, it's the show me, show me, what was the other one? Show me the, show me those picks. picks. Show me the, I mean, that's a play on words. So now it's knuckle my balls, baby, but it's BB. Yeah. Actually, we appear to have gotten this one right, my friend. The promo code is trout. Sewer what, trout. What, what do we got? We're DFS fishing? It's now? sewer trout. Uh, no, it is just trout T R O U T. I guess all caps, but it is actually a really sick deal because if you use the promo code, and, and 
Jordan, is it on the promos page where you don't even have to click it? It should be, right? Did we add it to that yet? I'm hoping we've done... What? I'm hoping we have done that. Ah, there it is. You don't need... Just go to awesome.com slash promos or Jordan, throw the link in chat. Uh, no, but Josh, actually a really good deal. 25% off the entire yearly pass for MLB. Everything, 25% off the MLB annual pass. You have the top stacks tool, probably the greatest tool that you're ever going to find for DFS. I, I mean, I, it's phenomenal. Um, the ownership projections, the lineup builder, the player projections. I'm sure there's more that I can't even think. Oh, the top pitchers tool, which is a huge yeah. one. All of that stuff, all of the articles, all of the tools and more. Uh, 25% off the entire year if you use the promo code trout or just go to awesome.com slash promos and click on that. Uh, this will go to 15% on April 1st. So get in on the action now. You got about a week to do that. Baseball coming up. I think opening day is April 7th. So trout is the promo code. Um, yeah, I mean, seriously, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. And our, our baseball, our baseball tools are fantastic. All right. We should have went with Bauer. You get the whole season off. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't go anywhere else with that joke because I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure the thought, I'm sure the thoughts did not elude you there. No, you get something way different then. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, all right. let's go. Uh, I'm just trying to think. We, you should have gone with Fulton Evich. Yeah, we would have too. Just try and spell that. Chicago. I can't spell it right now. And he was on the Braves. Oh, I can spell it. <laughs> Chicago and New Orleans. DeMar DeRozan questionable. Like this is, you know, this is an issue. Zach Levine's probable, but De DeRozan's questionable. If he ends up sitting uh, against the New Orleans Pelicans, everything changes. Again, deeper dive, live before lock, all that stuff. Be, hang with us. Easiest way to describe the Bulls today. I really like DeRozan. All right. I really like DeRozan Levine on Vooch, even if DeRozan's in. They're three of my favorite play of my top 10 plays today. Even if DeRozan's in. On DraftKings, I still really like Levine and Vooch. DeRozan's actually $1,000 more expensive than he is on FanDuel, so he's good, not great. Caruso's been playing big minutes now that he's back. I think he looks like a really nice value. 4,400 on FanDuel, 4,600 on DK. I'm not trying to play anybody else from the Bulls with any sort of volume. If DeRozan ends up out, I'm just jamming Levine in more. I'm jamming Vooch in more. Caruso's minutes look even better. And then you probably get a little bit more playing time from like the, the Sunmu, Green, Patrick Williams group. White picks up a couple more. I don't think it makes any of those guys immediately look awesome. I don't think Patrick Williams is going to have a big enough minutes cap. You probably get Derek Jones Jr. back in the rotation. He eats up like 16 minutes that don't matter. So it's mostly just for me, jamming in Levine and Vooch across both sites. Okay. Vooch is 6,700 on FanDuel today. That is really cheap. Yeah. In a good spot, too. This is by no means a bad spot for the Chicago Bulls. So no, uh, I feel pretty decent about it. But they're they're dogs here today. Does that not, is that not, I know you, I know, was it you the other day saying the bulls aren't good? Yeah, it was you, yeah. but they're now, depending on where you look, two point dogs. I know the Pels got CJ McCollum and got him back and healthy, but I, I was a little surprised by that. Brandon Ingram's still doubtful for this game. Larry Nance probable, by the way, looking to make his Pelicans debut. Hasn't played a game since the 5th of January. Yeah. Uh, 
the the Pels to me are are an interesting team on top of that. And you get Caruso back, which helps defensively in the backcourt for the Bulls. Because uh, yeah. him and Lon- him and Lonzo did have some pr- really good backcourt defense. I mean, that was a that was a thing. But yeah. but at the same time, does this still look like an appealing spot for McCollum or Joe Val or anybody else? Nope. Uh, well, it does for McCollum, where he's 8K on FanDuel for reasons that make absolutely no sense. We got him projected for 40% ownership. He's one of my top plays. Feel free to play as much CJ McCollum on FanDuel as you want. He's 9,100 on DraftKings and a little bit more appropriately priced. Only other guys that are sneaking into double digits, Joe Val and uh, Jose Alvarado are both around 13%. That seems fine. I think Jackson Hayes is okay. To me, not a lot going on here for the Pelicans. Uh their, their pricing is just, they're a little bit too expensive across the board. Yeah. And uh, just to throw this out there, FanDuel right now, I just pulled up Odd Shopper. FanDuel has the over assists at, of the assist prop for McCollum at five and a half today. I, I've got him at seven. Yeah, exactly. It's just, a, it's a good prop. That's a very, uh, yeah, very nice over. I agree. And, and it's only a minus 115. It's not even juice. Like a lot of times you'd see that it'd be minus 145. It's not. So, uh, yeah, very nice spot to get to there. Do you want to wrap this up with Phoenix and Denver? <clears throat> More than a little bit. All right, let's do it. Before we do, though, uh, Josh, breaks of God. Breaks of God. Breaks of God. Good. Did you know that you can catch a break with the potential to net a couple hundred thousand dollars with less than a $100 investment? Well, we got good news because breaksofgod.com is the place to catch that break. Breaks of God is the latest sports card collecting trend to catch fire in America, and it's how sports card collectors of all ages are building high-value card collections without huge investments or risk. That's the big part. It's quickly become a popular and economical way for sports fans to get potentially high-value or rare cards without having to buy a $1,500 box or case themselves. You got football, baseball, everything in between, and there are many slot options available for under $100 so you can get in on the big money action. Breaks of God box breaks dramatically increase your odds of getting big money premium sports trading cards for a fraction of the expensive, hard-to-get boxes. All the cards are broken from sealed premium boxes live on Instagram, and the cards are shipped directly to you for free when the live break is over. Slots are limited, so act fast. And to learn more about how you can hit big money cards and ready, get 30% off your first break. 30%. Go to breaksofgod.com slash a. 30 a30 breaksofgod.com slash a30 a like awesome and get 30% off your first break also make sure to follow them on instagram where josh breaks again breaks of god all right let's wrap this one up baby we've got uh i love chat here there's two <laughs> it, i don't know if i'd spell it g-u-r-d god i'd spell god how would you spell that it's probably like a h h h that's what i was thinking yeah that's what i was thinking too i don't know i feel like the whatever the vowel is in god like obviously it's an o in god but whatever vowel we're saying is like one of those where it's like whatever elon musk named his kid it's like an a and an e pushed together i I don't know (laughs) what those letters are but it's not like a traditional american alphabet letter right right someone needs to come up with the correct spelling for god yeah, it's Phoenix. got like an umlaut on top of it or some shit. <laughs> Phoenix and Denver. So the Suns, four-point dogs today in Denver. Can we talk Josh. about this, please? 
I've been waiting all day to talk about this. I know we were running. We're already at 11. No, no, no. Go ahead. We're, 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 listen, we're okay. We're okay. I looked at this line this morning and I thought that I entered it wrong while I was on the process. And I so said, I, I. Need to I need to talk to Lafayette about this one. I don't get it. I, why are the Suns a, an underdog here with Chris Paul back, potentially? I don't know. And that's what I was going to say. You heard, you heard the, 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 you heard my voice when I said, I, yeah. I, I don't know. And it's like, it, is there something I'm missing? I, 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 I have that same quote on the process. Show this right. Dude. When I did it, I actually went back to check the injury report for Phoenix to see if they're not, not the injury report. Sorry. Uh, because it's the back to back. But to see if there was anybody that got hurt yesterday and just isn't showing up, I couldn't find anything at all. Um, we have the expected spread on the Osmo betting model, which is also free. We have the spread at 0.4 on the expected fret spread. Yeah. So it's it's four. We have it at 0.4. That yeah. betting model is free. It's, it's really cool, too. It gives you, like, the expected expected ROI on everything, the expected win rate on the unders, the overs. But, yeah, there you go. So we're in we're in alignment with, with what we have as far as the spread, too, in our betting model. I don't get it. Uh, I already bet the Phoenix Suns spread. And if I lose, that's okay. It just doesn't seem right right now. Uh, it makes very, very, very little sense to me. I don't really know how to wrap my head around it. The Suns have a nine and a half point point differential this year. Denver is 12th in the league at 2.3. So right there, seven points. I don't know how you make that up with a full strength Phoenix team. That's not what home court is. I don't care that it's a back to back into elevation. That's not what these things are worth. That is not the value no, of back to backs. No. And that's, it's not even close. That's not what the swing is. I don't get it. My Me assumption, neither. we're going to see something weird happen here. Um, otherwise that line's going to become like one by the time we get to lock. I'm willing to take that shot on it becoming one because I still think Phoenix is a good enough team to hang with the Denver nuggets. No matter, unless they sit everybody, like they're still a phenomenal defensive team, even if, you know, they're yeah. just, they're good. So they're very good. Yeah. If, if the worst case scenario is I maintain the suns at three and a half or four or whatever you get it at, uh, I'm not going to be super mad about that. Exactly. Uh, do you like anything for the Suns today, especially if Chris Paul's back? It starts getting ugly quick, but he's 7,500. I just can't. It's a he's hand injury. 6,500 on Fandle. That's crazy. It's a <laughs> hand injury, right? Or a wrist injury. Which was it? Hand or wrist? I don't so know. It's not, not, not lower body. Not lower body. Exactly. So maybe that it should benefit uh, yeah. the playing time, but I don't know. They're just not a, a super appealing team. No, and Denver doesn't play fat, all that fast. Like bridges for 6K on DK seems fine. The guy that I want to play the most if he's in is Chris Paul. I gave him 30 minutes at 6,500 on FanDuel. We got him at 33% ownership. I get it. Yeah, get like it. he's the best play on FanDuel for sure if he's in. Unless how we hear that you, he's limited. How much do you like Jokic on the other side today? Not as much as I like Giannis. Right. I mean, like those are the two guys. Here's how ridiculous today is. I have... If we just want to look at fantasy points. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Just give me one second. Someone said you don't, uh, Michael, what's up, Michael? Says you don't think travel affects team. It's not that it doesn't affect teams. It's four points is still seems like quite a bit for a back-to-back -back anyway, especially if Chris Paul is, is on the floor, which is very possible. 
we know what a half point is worth in terms of win percentage. We know what a full point or a one and a half or two is. If you add a point to someone, the, the swing is multiple percentage points in win expectancy. That's not how that works. That's, that's massive. You can't give more than a point anywhere here. Yeah. Highest projected guy on the slate today for me is Giannis at 64. Jokic is in at 60.5. Obviously, positionality screws you up there. The next closest guy is CJ McCollum at 49. I don't have anybody in the 50s, and I have these guys over 60. But ultimately, do I like Jokic? Yeah. I just, if I'm paying up for somebody, it's a preference to Giannis. Ownership might make that a little bit easier to get to Jokic, but you do get a little bit pigeonholed for just centers. I think you can cast a wider net. Like, for some strange reason, Will Barton's 4,200 on FanDuel. That's the best play you're going to get from the Denver side. Uh, you know, Barton and Gordon and Morris all look all right on DK. To me, no priorities outside of Barton on FanDuel. John asks, where does it say Chris Paul may play tonight? Well, it was possible that he almost played yesterday, so it's possible that he plays tonight. Yeah, that's where I would go with it. Even if he doesn't. Uh, Benny, it's less for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't smoke weed. Yeah. Uh, I did. If the question is Josh lifetime over Lafayette, then it's a couple multiples. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't smoke anymore. Right. I smoked every day for like the past eight years. <laughs> I mean, I would, it's like, yeah, I would love to. It just, it, it definitely makes me like, it, I don't know. It, it makes me clearly less intelligent. I have some great ideas, but I just forget all of them when I wake up. I get really good at shouting them into my phone and putting it, them into notes. It, no, but I'm, and I'm not saying like, that's how we do. I'm saying for me, it just affects me differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, some people are angry drunks. Some people become the most fun person ever when they right. drink. Like, everything never get is different angry. for everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. Now, other things, El Negro Loco, that, 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 there's no comparison between cigarettes. And weed. One, of them, one of them is mind-altering. All right. Are we done? I think we're done. Jordan Klein, thanks as always for producing the show. Thanks you guys for hanging out. Appreciate you. Uh, TM. No, I mean, I am. I'm a grown man, Terry. I I know how to control myself. I mean, Jesus, you know, my just please, but I'm saying it's just not one of those things where like, if, if I were to smoke and then do a show, if it was, if it was just a couple of ramps, sure. But if I ripped like a bong, clear a bong before a show, I'm probably not doing a good show at all. You know, I, I would not be doing a good show after a, after a bong rep. I'm not going to provide a lot of good information, but I might provide a good show. Well, that's, you mean entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yes, I might be entertaining. You're not going to get good DFS advice out of me. All right. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you back here soon. Hit that thumbs up before you go. Subscribe to the channel. Follow Josh and Josh Ingham and me, Alapi underscore D. And shout out to our boy Jordan Klein for producing the show. We will see you back here for the next one. And and Mikhail, get out of here with that absolute bullshit. Lafayette seems like a boneless guy. Who doesn't love chicken nuggets, man? Oh, well, I love chicken nuggets. That's the same thing. No, it's different. No, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Boneless wings and chicken nuggets? No, it's not. It's the same exact thing. No, it is not. It's the same exact product. Just cut the stream, Jordan. We're we're done. No, it is not. There's no, not even close. 
same thing. Bye.